0: Can't believe it! Americans stabbed in the back. Two hundred and six days since Joe promised he wouldn't abandon them and stabbed them in the back. Uh, this breaking as we come on the air this afternoon. U.S. officials saying that a Russian attack on Ukraine, meaning a full-on assault, is imminent. Um, and apparently, Ukraine is claiming that the there's been a mass attack on their cyber systems. Uh, listen, cyber warfare is something we we better get a hold of and we better understand. Look, I want to say something that everybody seems to be missing here and why we're here and why this is happening. And it's and it's it's it may sound political, but it's really not. It's just basic, simple common sense. Why is it, when you look at the history, let me start with the history, and then I'm going to tell you who's responsible. And, you know, where does Putin's territorial ambitions end? You know, Putin invades Georgia, oh, oh, 08, sets up a puppet government, uh, does the same thing with client states in Belarus and Moldova, and in 2014 he annexes Crimea. That was under Biden-Obama, remember? So what comes next if you look at his remarks just prior to the annexation of these two republics and the it recognizing their independence and sending in peacekeeping forces, if you look at Putin's remarks, he's telling you what his thinking is. He did it on July 12th. He did it this week. He'll do it again. And based on these public remarks, it looks though like there's no end to his ambition. Now, does it go as far as him being hell bent on restoring the old Soviet Union, well, you you have to think if he would is successful in the efforts that he's engaged in now, and I don't see anything in the way to stop him, um, that that could very well, if it's not at imminent, be a longer term play, because you know he's now also added all three Baltic countries to his list of so called unfriendly nations. Well, are they going to become targets of Putin's territorial ambitions? You know, one article put it, quote, Baltic citizens worry you're next on Russia's menu. Now, that gets complicated, too, because the Baltic states are members of NATO. So does that mean the U.S. would be drawn into war? Uh, Well, there's a poll out on that today, and it turns out that only 26 percent of Americans say the U.S. should play a major role in this conflict at all, according to a new AP poll that just came out. And by the way, count me among the, what, 74 percent that say we we are not going to put one American boot on the ground at all. What we should have probably been doing, what NATO should have been doing, what Western Europe should have been doing is letting arming, as all of this planning has taken place over these many months, it's very reminiscent of the lead up to Afghanistan and the Taliban making their march from the south all the way up, you know, to the point where they, they surround the airport. And, and literally, we had all that time to get every American out, every green card holder out, every Afghan ally out, all our military equipment out, and nobody lifted a finger. And by the way, there's even a report that condemns Biden for missing the opportunity, the window that was open for months. And <clears throat> the same thing here. The world saw that this Putin-Russian buildup of military might on the border with Ukraine, and we've done nothing weakness is certainly not an option. And and this is why the tape that I played yesterday both on radio and television of Donald Trump's statements confronting all of Europe and NATO in particular, why why are we paying the overwhelming amount of monies to protect our NATO allies from Russia while simultaneously all of these other nato countries that are not paying anywhere near even their percentage of gdp that america is paying that they're making russia rich again by doing these multi-multi-billion dollar energy deals with putin and but if you if you want to get to the root cause of all of this and root causes matter it's joe biden's economic and energy problem that and energy policies that have put us in this position, if Joe Biden, who inherited energy independence, if Joe Biden, who inherited America as a net exporter of energy, Donald Trump accomplished that in four years, something that had not been accomplished in 75 years, if he would have just kept those policies in place instead of taking a wrecking ball to the U.S. oil and gas industry and our our production of such in this country, knowing that, of course, it's the lifeblood of the world's economy, not giving into the the Bernie Biden manifesto, the New Green Deal climate change cultists that represent the Democratic Socialist Party today, had he not blocked the new Keystone XL pipeline, if, if he didn't put drilling in, efforts in Alaska on a permanent hold and and shut down exploration that Donald Trump had opened up in Anwar, had he not disrupted new exploration and development auctions in the rest of the country, had he not suspended new exploration on federal lands, had he, you know, had he not hurt American liquefied natural gas production by lifting sanctions of Russia's Nord Stream 2 pipeline, we wouldn't be in this position. You know, and, and ironically, think about this, in 2021, Joe Biden himself imported 232 million barrels of oil from Russia in one year. In 20, I'm sorry, in 2021, since he became president, that first year, 232 million barrels of oil imported from Russia. Now, by us not making efforts, and, and this is something that could be rectified. And I've said this about all of the problems we're now facing. Every single problem America's facing today was preventable and is fixable. You start with the borders. okay? it didn't have to happen. We didn't have to have a a record-breaking year in 2021 of, of illegal immigrants entering the country in the middle of a pandemic. But Joe Biden let that happen by getting rid of the stay in Mexico policy, stop building the wall and bringing back... Not only catch and release, but process and release and then free transportation and no COVID test because, oh, they're not going to be here very long. And, of course, no vaccine mandates. And then literally in the dark of night or as Jen Psaki calls them, early morning flights, sending illegal immigrants all over the country to every state. And those states then becoming financially responsible for food and water and shelter and health care and, and education at enormous cost at a time we can't afford it. But but all of that could have been prevented, and we can go back and we can fix it by reinstating the Trump policies. It's that simple. By giving up energy independence, Joe's economic socialist policies, you know, giving into the, the climate change alarmist cult known as the New Green Deal Socialist Democratic Party, um, we wouldn't have made all of these changes We would still be energy independent. We can return to energy independence. We could do it expeditiously. It'd be great for our national security. We won't need to worry about the Straits of Hormuz. We won't need to be begging OPEC to produce more oil. We won't be importing a drop of oil from Russia. We'll have enough for ourselves. And then returning to being net exporters of energy. That would be a huge help to our friends in Europe, our allies in Europe, our allies in NATO, but we're not going to do that either, because I can't under I can't see any scenario where Joe Biden would have enough common sense to to change course. You know this this Biden war on U.S. energy has financed Vladimir Putin's Ukraine invasion. It's that that simple. I saw a great comment by uh, Lawrence Kudlow and he's absolutely he noted this yesterday handing america's energy customers we pushed our allies in nato right into putin's arms because of his radical energy and economic policies and he's done that damage he's and in the process you know not only it's good for foreign policy again straits of hormuz middle east russia we don't care what happens it's good economically because guess what the biggest driver of inflation right now a 40 year high is the high cost of energy. Everything we buy in every store, as I say, every day costs more because it costs more to get it there. Heating and cooling your home costs more because energy costs more. Filling up your gas tank. All of this, this is all, again, it was all preventable, but it's also all fixable. You know, this war against fossil fuels has made Russia and Vladimir Putin rich as hell, and it's now financing his military, territorial ambitions and adventures. And if we were producing, you know, at 13 million barrels a day, as we did pre-pandemic, instead of 11 barrels as we do now, oil prices would be substantially lower and Putin would be significantly poorer. And we'd also, in the process, create high-paying career jobs and we'd drop that, those, those record high inflation numbers pretty much overnight. It'd be dramatic. You know, it it, it, had. has—we have more natural resources than they do. You know, Biden turns—there was an article in today's uh, New York Post and Wall Street Journal on the 19th of January. You know, now that this crisis, you know, is what it is and soaring energy prices, you know, Biden's nuclear negotiators in Vienna apparently are suddenly ready to make a deal and give concessions to Iran, and the mullahs there— to rejoin the dumb Obama-Biden nuclear deal. It's the dumbest, most dangerous foreign policy blunder ever, but apparently Biden is willing to green light this deal, uh, which would stipulate in exchange for Al- Iran's pledge to pump more oil. So he's asking OPEC, Russia, and Iran to pump oil when we have more natural resources than they do? How stupid is this? This this man? How dumb is he? How dangerous is all of this? It's an article out today. Gas prices in parts of California, six dollars a gallon. all well, that the, the, the Atlantic had a piece about the coming energy shock in this country. You better you better wake up to it because if you think the buck fifty more a gallon you're paying now is a lot, okay, this continues for any lengthy period of time. There's only so much of our our oil preserves that we can take out oil now jumped nearly 100 bucks a barrel as it is you know this could push inflation to over 10 percent now you know the s&p 500's correction this can be what lawrence summers predicted a full-blown recession i think it's happening and you know Biden inflation who's it who's it disproportionately impacting the poor and the middle class in this country gas prices were increasing before the invasion Guess what? It's only going to get worse from here. And, you know, watch, by the way, your your 401Ks and your retirement plans begin to sink. And none of it's going to be good for anybody in any way. And I don't even want to talk about what Biden did in terms of America's defense budget as Putin has been preparing for this war. There's no fear that Putin has of Biden. And anybody that tells you any differently, they're just lying. It's all propaganda. It's all lies. All right, a lot of ground to cover, and Bill O'Reilly, and Matt Schlapp all coming up in the course of the program today, and your calls, 800 941 Sean. All of us, every day, personal data, we put it at risk on the Internet, and these cyber attacks are evolving. Please use two-factor authentication, create unique passwords, that definitely helps. Every single day, we all put our personal information at risk on the Internet. These cyber criminals will steal everything that is yours. LifeLock.com sees the threats we all miss on our own. They'll scour the dark web on your behalf to see if your personal information is compromised. If it is, you get an alert. If your identity is stolen, you get a dedicated restoration specialist that will fix it for you. Uh, Very low annual rate, LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year by calling 1-800-LIFELOCK or going to LifeLock.com. But you've got to use the promo code Hannity for the discount. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK, LifeLock.com. Promo code Hannity to protect your name, your reputation, finances, and your credit score.